you are the director of the documentary. They okay. are yeah. trying to kill us, Mr. Uh, John. Uh, director debut, Mr. Mm-hmm. John Lewis. We're and, so and proud you of a, you. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I'm I'm proud of you too. And I, I'm just meeting you right now, <laughs> but I'm but I'm I'm pretty excited, man, because you have a really important message that the world needs to know, and they're gonna find out. And especially with this documentary, because I'm super excited about it, and I know a lot of others are gonna be super excited about it, and they want to know about the things that they're putting inside their body and whatnot. And then also about all of the other messages that you have within your documentary. So we're super excited. How long have you been filmmaking for? You know, I've been working on films, but just smaller projects for at least 15 years. Like just, but it'll be my, my, my own stuff. Like when people see me post stuff on my page, like they would always be like, man, who did that for you? And to be right. honest, I would always be like, oh, I got this guy that does it for me. Because if I used to tell them that, they would always want it for free. <laughs> so I'd be like, yeah. I got a guy that does it for me. So they would send me their stuff. I would edit their stuff and be like, hey, my guy said it only cost this much. And boom. I'd be like, because like, hey. I knew, like, you know how people are. You know how people know. are. So I used to be like, oh, yeah, I got, I got a guy. I know a guy. Yeah. So, they want to utilize yeah, your resources, man. Years, yeah, yeah. I, I, I about 15 hookup. years. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I mean, all right, real fast. My, my, uh, my, my, cat wants to say hi too come on absolutely (laughs) i might as well go get my cat too right now (laughs) oh hey how you doing there (laughs) she 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 always finds a way into whatever any screening i have to give her her like 15 seconds and then after that absolutely say hola hola Hola. (laughs) that's precious Oh, you shy now? Okay. <laughs> hey, bye-bye. Say adios. Adios. <laughs> yeah. Um, bad, so badass yeah. vegan. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. My badass kids. How, how, did that na- <laughs> how did that name come about, badass vegan? Uh, You know, my, my mom You know, my mom asked that question, too. She's like, oh, my God, how'd you code the name? I was like, you called me badass for the first 10 years of my life. Easy. Probably <laughs> I was 16. I don't know why you're so shocked about it. Like my mom literally acts so surprised at my mouth now. Like I'm like, where do you think I got it from? Yeah, like, right? I got it honest. Absolutely. But I mean, we only know, pick up what our parents tell us. So exactly. So between that, that and then um, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> so, but uh, I uh, you know, at 44 now, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what she was talking about. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. You know, what I'm saying like when I was a kid, I was like, man, why is she telling me to do this? This is stupid. Now as a parent, I'm like, like oh, hey, mom, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about all that. <laughs> totally. You aren't, you aren't so crazy. You still crazy, but you're not as crazy as I thought. Right. I get it now. It's funny but, um, because I, I used. To... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go go go, ahead, go, 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 go. Oh, I was gonna say. So, um, it all started. Uh, I don't know if you remember the P90X workout program, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Like back oh, yeah. in the day. Oh yeah. So if you ever want to, if you ever want to laugh, if you go look at the commercials and the infomercials, I'm mm-hmm. all over that. So I, I actually okay. did the program and transformed, and people found out I was vegan. They were like, "Wait a minute, you could be vegan and be in shape." I'm like, "Yeah, like I didn't think it was a big deal to be honest." I, I, mm-hmm. I just was like, "Wait hey, a minute, I'm... you were the guy on the P90X infomercials and commercials and everything?" Yeah, but I wasn't on the actual DVDs, just the actual like testimonials, which gotcha. I actually did it. And I had a friend who knew the owner and he was like, man, you should send me your pictures. And I'm, I am very, I have body dysmorphia like crazy. Like I could have 0% body fat 
And I'll be like, mm, nah, this ain't working. And he's like, no, nah, man, send your pictures in. I'm like, no. So he secretly sent my pictures in without me knowing it. <laughs> and I get an email from the owner, or no, from the marketing director. He's like, please tell me you have more pictures. We love them. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then when people found out I was vegan, you know, they were like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, you're vegan and you stayed in shape? And I'm like, yeah. So after doing that for about like two years, I was like, you know, coaching on the side and doing everything. I was like, wait a minute, I can turn this into a full-time career because, I mean, I was literally burning the candle at both ends. I was like trying to do the fitness thing, but had a nine to five and it was just, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, what do I, I was out, I was training for marathons actually at the time. And I'm out on like a long run at midnight because living in Miami, the best time to run is like midnight because that's the coolest time. I I would imagine, I would imagine. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so you don't want to go run at noon. You know, uh, even in I December, did that and you I don't want to go blazed. <laughs> Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, nah. And and it just hit me. It was like, all right, it's time to start your business. It was like January 1st, 2010. And the first name that popped in my head was Badass Vegan. Because I had a guy kind of sparked the idea again. And it was uh, one of my YouTube videos. He's like, man, you're one badass vegan. I was like, hmm, kind of kind of like that. Got a ring and to so it. So I went to... Yeah, I went to GoDaddy. I mean, as soon as I got done with my run, I came to GoDaddy, typed in badassvegan.com. It was available. Bought it right then. I incorporated the name that Monday because that was like a Friday night. And then trademarked it probably like a year later. And that was, that was it. I mean, you have to That's do that. That's how it all started. You know, you know how many dudes became millionaires back in the day as soon as the dot-com era first popped off? Because they immediately went to places like GoDaddy's or wh- whoever sells domains, and they bought mm-hmm. up a whole bunch of domains for however much it cost. And then when places like Amazon, I don't know if Amazon did this or went through this, but I would imagine so because that's a simple name. They probably yeah. had to buy that name off of somebody for X amount of dollars. Yeah. That's how you Mark Cuban... about Holly Berry, right? Tell me. Did you hear the story about Holly Berry? Uh-uh. So Holly Berry, that happened to her. A guy bought the name, domain site, and put porn on it. <gasps> and he wouldn't mm. sell it to her until she hit the right price. Uh, and so when she finally... Nice. And exactly, like, this Holly Berry. She's like, I can't have porn on my name. Right. But he, he owned it. He owned it outright because he bought it. Yeah, yeah. That was scandalous. He would, not, he would not take it... <laughs> scandalous. And like, it probably scandalous. coincidentally came out around the time the money train came out. What is that? Jennifer Lopez. Exactly. No, that was Jennifer Lopez. That was Jennifer Lopez. Okay, a monster. Lopez. It was. It was which he probably had that site too. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy probably went involved everybody's name that he could think of. Absolutely, absolutely. Art, but scandalous, bro. I don't know. Some people have dude. like people nerve. Foul. I like people have nerve that I don't even possess. You know, like it's crazy to me. Like, oh, I can't I say I've never had an idea like that, but I would never act that out. Like, That's you know, like, I mean. oh, you know, it'd be crazy. Thinking <laughs> it, saying it, and doing it. Completely different things. Man, thankfully you went and trademarked Badass Vegan because that could have been a porn site 10 years ago or 20 <laughs> oh, years ago. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, some, get a uh, lot of hits. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It would get crazy hits. I mean, you know, especially these days because, you know, thankfully a lot of people are going vegan these days and switching to the the better lifestyle and whatnot i never That's felt it. better than when i was like i went vegan cold turkey in 2016 and i started marathon training and I've never been in better shape in my entire life. Oh my god! I think that's when we. I think that's around time we connected, actually. I think, I think so. We yeah, because I um. Well, I started looking into it, um, like in 2012, 
um, I had moved to Eugene and, um, and to Eugene, Oregon from Montana, but I lived in Montana for like two years. And, um, I had like, my son was like one, maybe almost two. And I was like, I need, at first it was a, I need to lose weight thing. Right. Um, and then I saw documentaries on Netflix, like Food Inc. and like Forks Over Knives. And then I was like, oh my God, my mind was opened to this whole like world that I didn't even know existed. You know, like we're just the average person who doesn't know shit, just walks around, has no idea how their food gets on their table. Right. And I saw all of that, and oh my god, I was like, I cannot, like, this is horrible, I can't believe this, I'm not contributing to this, and, you know, you vote with your dollar, so, like, I had been slowly kind of, you know, working up to it for, like, a couple of years. Um, It's really hard to do when you don't know anything, when you're in a culture, you know, I'm Mexican, and so, like that all our gatherings revolve around like eating meat basically right like all the things um like traditional you know Mexicans who don't think about that shit or don't care about that shit or aren't educated about it um and so but when I finally lived on my own and I was like an you know that's it I'm just gonna just gonna do it and I went cold turkey and I really didn't know what the hell I was doing but I fucking tried I lost like 15 pounds in three weeks just you know your body detoxing it flushes yeah and I remember that in those three weeks after that three week period I could only sleep like three or four hours a night I had so much energy. I'd go yeah. to bed at 10. I'd wake up at like 2 o'clock in the morning like, okay, let's go. Like, let's fucking do this. Like, I'm still I, like that, which is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. People don't understand that a lot of their fatigue is because of what's going on in their gut, dude. Like, it's because their body's working so hard to work off right. all the shit that they don't need. Right. Oh, what's our cur- what's our cursing limit here? I don't want to make oh, sure. Oh, I'm a sailor. I'm the worst. Yeah, have your, oh, yeah. Have your all right. Way. I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, just don't say That's fuck. My favorite fuck. word. Okay. Just the, oh, all right. Okay, no, okay. Fucks are off limits. Okay. No, no, no. Fucks totally are never not. off limits. Um, I give all the fucks all day. Um, but and then I started marathon training, and then I fractured my foot like two weeks before my marathon. And that sucked. I was so devastated because, you know, you're training for months. And what I noticed the difference too, because I was training with a friend who ate meat and whatever. So, you know, when you're running, um, how a lot of times you have to spit up like mucus, like mucus comes up, people say, I didn't get that as vegan. Like he had to spit all the time. And I was like, I'm fucking, I have no spit happening. I've been a runner my whole life. And I know that like we always have to spit as a runner. Yeah, and like a drag star. And- Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta insert that in when you when yeah, you play this. For like you gotta sure. <laughs> yeah, for put sure. that in notes. Put that in notes right now. <laughs> you you gotta, um but, you I know it's funny to go that. along with that right now. Yeah. Like I, I do it when I run just off a of habit. Like I, you're right. I don't have to do it. It's just off a of mm-hmm. habit now. Like there's nothing coming up. I'm just like right. Oh, it's been 15 seconds. Like, no, yeah. Like, and, and I noticed that as a vegan, 
when running, I didn't have that. I didn't have that at all. And I had way more energy than him. And he was like, he's like, how are you like not tired? I was like, bro, like an hour before this run, I pounded down some like rice and lentils. Exactly. Like, that yeah. shit got me through. Like if I wanted to make it like long distance, rice and lentils an hour before a run, I was fucking gold. 10 miles. Let's go. Like, you know, what gets people now for me is that because, you know, since 2012, my mentor, he he taught me about and funny thing, he didn't have a name for it then. If I would have known that this intermittent fasting thing would have became a phenomenon, mm-hmm. him and I could have made some billions by now. Yeah. We could have made, <laughs> we didn't even have a name for it. So he introduced me to the whole intermittent fasting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we didn't have a name for it. It was just, all right, we don't eat till a certain time. So for him, he would fast 23 hours a day and eat an hour a day. And for me, because of who it came from, it didn't even sound crazy. Because right. he he passed away at 85, but when I tell you he was built like a brick at 85, like Jim Morris, if you ever look him up, like not the cigarette company or not the baseball <laughs> player, Jim, like he actually competed against Arnold, Lou Ferrigno, okay. he won like Mr. Uh, Universe, I think it was, like he won so many titles. Um, he was like the first openly gay black man to win these titles, and like he won in like the 60s when like a black man wasn't even supposed to be on the stage, much less a gay black man and all this stuff, but he was, he was killing it. But, um, he was the one that taught me about this. And like, when he taught me, everybody's always like, Oh, did you like build up to the one hour a day? I was like, nah, man. Cause it came from like the guru. So like if the guru mm-hmm. told you something, you just like, if a guru told yes, you, man. Hey, if you invest $2 a day in 10 years, you're going to have a million dollars. You're going to invest that $2. And yeah. so for me, it was just like, all right, let's do this. So right. I started doing it. And like, like today, like I worked out, like I'm still not going to eat to probably seven. Like what I'm drinking now is like a zero calorie. Uh, it's just nothing but, uh, what is it? Filter water and stevia, like, and, and, and ginger, like nothing like that. So I fast throughout the day and everybody's like, how do you work out? I'm like, because my body's just used to it now. My body mm-hmm. is ready to go. And it was funny. I did go earlier than usual because I wanted to make sure I was ready for the podcast. But when I tell you, yes, yes, no problem. <laughs> but when I tell, when I tell, scoot over, scoot over. <laughs> you see, she just back there like, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, America. Um, but no, like, uh, like I usually go a little bit later, and I'm just ready to go. Like I was tired a little bit, but as soon as I go into the gym and I touch the first weight, all that leaves. Like when I left the gym, I had more energy than when I went into the gym. And I still haven't eaten all day. No calories whatsoever. But it's like your body grows accustomed to stuff. And I, I try to tell people, like, you got to think about it. Back in the day, before the industrialization of the world, people weren't eating all day. Mm-hmm. They weren't having snack and breakfast and, you know, snack of the snack and then yep. lunch. And then, you know, saying, like, that wasn't going on. Like, yeah. and, I, and, and this is as a Black man out of respect. And I know it's a little deep for a lot of people, but I think about it this way. I was like, when my ancestors were slaves out in the, in the field, they weren't eating three square meals mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. And, and and they were beasts. They worked They're all day. Far less, yeah. Far less. So I'm like, yo, if they can do it, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like an homage to them as well. You know, like, so, yeah, I think I think we just got so used to eating a certain way and traditions have taken over. And like, if you look at the state of our health, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're eating enough. That's definitely not the problem. <laughs> It was definitely yeah. not the problem. We're eating enough. And, you know, people always like, I would, 
I would die. I'm like, it takes three weeks for your body to actually break down with no nutrients. Mm-hmm. I'm going for 23 hours. You're yeah. go- you can make it. It's just yeah. mental. It's so mental. So in that so one hour, do you consume like, what is it like 2000 calories or whatever yeah, about, calories you're supposed to take for the about day? About 2000. Yeah. Cause I, right now I've been really gauging my calories cause mm-hmm. uh, I got a book cover coming up that I got to get hey. ready for. And <laughs> <laughs> uh sour penguin random house shout out to penguin random house they actually gave this crazy guy a book deal but um awesome yeah so like <laughs> it's and that's then they allowed me to call the book badass vegan hey, so i'm like hey yeah. all right y'all want to go with it let's go yeah but um but yeah so we, i've been i've been burning around 3300 calories a day like total my workouts mm-hmm. are probably about 1500 mm-hmm. so i've been eating around 2000 so i'm in a calorie deficit, deficit at the same yeah. time yeah. So yeah, within that hour, I'm able to, and I, and this is the thing I try to tell people, I eat food that I fucking love. I'm not sitting here right. eating like, you know, uh, wheatgrass shots and like all this stuff that tastes horrible. Right. I'm still what I love is just in a, in a calorie window. Right. And I'm still good. So I, people get sick of foods. Like I really like when I meal prep, like I could literally eat the thing that I make for lunch Same every thing. single damn day. Every day, I don't get tired of it. That's because they're picking the wrong things. They, was, somebody yeah. told them a long time ago that in order to be in shape, you got to eat this way, and it's got to taste nasty, and it's got to be flavorless, right. and it's got to be this. It's like, nah. You think, I mean, they're used to looking at, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger way of training and this and that, where they're eating eight eight pounds of chicken a day, mm-hmm. you know, five pounds of rice, and this and that, and it's bland, and this and that. It's like... Yeah, but at the same time, back then, they didn't know what they know now as far as, like, not saying Arnold didn't know what he was doing, because look at him, but at the same time, unless you're literally trying to get on that stage, there's different ways to live and to train and to have the body you want. Mm -hmm. 100%. We're not all the rock. (laughs) Yeah, shoot, Tori, like, Tori Washington, I I know you know Tori. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. like, that's literally, like, one of my best friends in this world. And he eats, it's funny, a lot of people don't know this, he has, a, he has an addiction to blue corn chips. <laughs> but, but even when he's training, like he's, he's got a show coming up soon, shout mm-hmm. out to T, but he'll make sure he eats his eight blue corn chips a day. He gonna have his eight chips. He gonna have his serving. He gonna, he gonna have eight, his specifically serving. Specifically eight. Uh, if you ever see this guy, Jimmy, I'm telling you, like, Rip. like my boy, my boy is oh, yeah. 20. 24 hours a day, 12 I've never not seen him ripped. Ever. 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 Yeah. Like he took, it was one summer, I want to say like five years ago, he took like a four month window of no working out just to let his body rest. And it was like, you would have never known. Like he Mm -hmm. didn't touch away for four months. And he was like, he told me he was itching to get back to it, but his body didn't change because he'd been doing it for so long and so long. Well, and. And when you eat right, that, that's the other thing. Like when my foot was fractured, I literally was on my couch for a month and a half and I still had abs because like people don't understand, like yeah. your diet is almost all of it. Like it's the biggest component of like yeah. weight of everything. And, and I, and that's what it is. Like he took four months off and it, cause he eats well and he takes, right. he yeah, he still didn't go so crazy. Long. Right. He's yeah. still vegan at the end of the day. He's eating the right, right, right. Shit, you know, and he knows what yeah. he's doing. Like you said, he's been doing it for a long time. It's a lifestyle at this point. Yeah. And so it's easy like, to maintain. This is how good he is, Jim. Like people, like he's so humble. He doesn't tell me like he trained Chris Hemsworth. Like he's <laughs> okay. like, 
That's Thor, he's a beast. Right? That's Thor, right? Yeah, that's Thor. And he doesn't like he doesn't. I'm like, dude, talk about that. Like, help people understand how good you are. And he's like, no, right. Okay, like, I mean, it is a it is a true talent to be able to train people and you know get other people's bodies right as well as yours I mean mm-hmm. all of that is a real talent and it's it's something that a lot of people don't possess and especially these days you know everybody doesn't go to the gym every day it's a it's a chore and yeah. they don't want to go and I'm, I mean me specifically you know I'm, I'm somebody who you know I could use a lot more gym I could use a better diet and all of those things so it's inspiring to hear about the lifestyle others are leading that, you know, I should most likely be leading too. And I actually went vegan at one point. Um, You know, we won't get into too many of the details, but I will say- So basically you just on a break from vegan. That's all it is. I think I, I believe so. And, and like coming into this podcast, I, I was starting to, because lately, like over the last like three months before I, you know, was even told about potentially doing this podcast with you, I've been- thinking to myself about possibly going vegan again, because I have been having days where I I miss being vegan and I want to have vegan meals or I want to skip out on eating meat and and whatnot. And I live in Las Vegas, right? And Las Vegas has tons of vegan restaurants. And there's one specifically not too far from where I live. And, you know, and I love going there. And oftentimes I'm I'm just thinking like, man, I, I need to go back to vegan, but I need to do it the right way this time. I think one of the mistakes some people make when they're on their journey of going vegan is that they they don't take the right vitamins and, and things of that sort. And I believe that was my issue because all of the things you and Stella talk about how you both experienced like extreme amounts of energy, I was like the opposite. I don't know if it's like a gene thing or something like within well, the... the I think so too, to go along with what you're saying. It's like, I tell everybody that because I, I used to be the anti-supplement, anti-vitamin, anti-all this. And then, and then I, I started to realize, like I said, my mentor, man, he he schooled me on so many things. Like, I miss him, but he, 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 he was just a brain. And one thing he taught me was that, you know, if you really think about it, like, if you think about it, he, our, what we eat today doesn't have the same nutrients that our ancestors ate, you know, thousands mm-hmm. of years ago. The apple today doesn't have all the vitamins and minerals that it should have. So it's mm-hmm. missing a lot of things. So yeah, like, and I'm I'm working on my my line now, but I'm calling it essentials. I'm not calling it supplements. It's like it's just the essentials. Like, no matter if you're vegan or not, you're missing a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have the the B12 and all the different things that we should be having. So we have to get that in. So you know that that's just something like there's nothing you can fault yourself on on that. Like, even if you were a hundred percent plant based, eating right from your garden in the backyard. I would still recommend making sure you get what you need. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we go in and we're like, all right, I'm vegan now. Everything's going to clear up. And that's not the way it is. Right. So, yeah. Hey, I'll just come out to Vegas, man. We'll train for a week and then you'll be straight. You know? Man, I would love that. I would, I would absolutely love oh, yeah. that. You know, you guys come on down. You know, we'll just, we'll just absolutely. Make it a whole I'm only like four hours away. I'm in San Diego. I'm a, a quick drive. Yeah, yeah, man, that would, that would be awesome. And, and, and I could yeah. take you guys to my favorite vegan restaurant, uh, Tacotarian. Tacotarian? Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, man, it's awesome, man. They have screaming tacos. They got this this plantain mole taco, um, man, jackfruit barbacoa. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Like I, I, go to, I always go to Veggie Nation because I, got a, I okay. got a dish there. They got a badass vegan. Uh, Do they bowl. really? 
We're going to yeah, have to yeah, go yeah. eat it and I, we're going to vlog it and we're going to show yeah. you. <laughs> I used to go there all the time, actually. I I, I love Veg Nation. Yeah. Tori's got a dish there and my boy Dom's Thompson got a dish there, too. Oh, yeah. All three of us got a dish there. That is and awesome. I always, I always, when I come to Vegas, I don't care what meal prep I'm on, I got to go to Ronald's Donuts. Like, I just got to go one oh, yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ronald's Donuts, awesome. I, I used to go there all the time, too. Oh, yeah. Ronald's Donuts, man. I used to be first in line at Ronald's Donuts. And yep. this is how disciplined Tori is compared to like me and Dom's or, you know, cause we, before the, before everything hit, we would travel a lot. We would do our own panels together and stuff yeah. like that. Like we would all get like a, a six pack, you know, a half dozen, dozen, whatever donuts. We'll be there for like a week. My, my donuts would be gone in like two days. <laughs> Tori at the end of like the week will still have like 10 donuts left. And we're yeah. like, dude, like, but mm-hmm. that's his discipline. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at it like these all got to go now. Like, cause if I don't, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I got it. I got a show. I got this. I got he's that. Like you know, like little quarters. Yeah. He's taking a little pinch off, you know, <laughs> smelling it and then putting it back in the box. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to check out uh, Chef Kenny's. I don't know if you ever heard of that spot. Yes. I yes. I haven't had it yet, but I've heard of it. Smacking. And then, of course, the Wynn Hotel always got the. The, the vegan menu. Yeah. So they, Chef Kenny we're help all them with going the to Vegas and we're going to go eat and Let's do, do it. things. Okay, are we going to do a special episode there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're vlogging. Well, it'll be a vlog. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, I like yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Well, we've been trying to get into vlogging too. So it's just kind Should. of tough with her being in San Diego, mean being in Vegas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good though. Nah. Hey, so you, you mentioned something uh, just a second ago about, about growing food in the backyard and everything. And um, I was I was looking into they're trying to kill us and, you know, just kind of seeing what, you know, what direction it was going and everything. And, uh, you know, not not to throw off the fun conversation and everything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're trying to kill us. Like, I mean, you can't be more straightforward than what you are with the title alone. Right. And I so don't hide it. My, so we all know that, you know, from watching all of the documentaries about what they put and pump inside of the animals that they're feeding to people, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that they're putting all kinds of medications and just all kinds of chemicals that we probably shouldn't be ingesting in our body. And it's probably why a lot of us are coming down with uh, all the illnesses that the pharmaceutical companies are making tons of money off of. But what my question is, they know a lot of people are are going vegan. And I'm wondering, man, are they starting to put stuff in the vegetables as well and the fruits and things of that sort? Is the way that we should go vegan growing food in the backyard and being more self-sustained in that in that yeah. space? Even with that, has, they're like they're patenting seeds and making it yeah, like hard for yeah. you to be able to even grow shit that's like and, and that's the importance of the organic you know i know a lot of people like look at the label and like oh they're just trying to make money which they are it shouldn't be that much more for organic it it's, yeah it's, it's like a quote i learned a long time ago it's like don't ask why you know fresh fruits and vegetables are so expensive ask why the other shit is so cheap you know what i'm saying it's right. like a big drug it's like a drug dealer you know what i'm saying like yeah, and I'm sorry for the crowd. I'm not trying to promote cocaine or anything. I just this is an example <laughs> I always you. use. Yeah. You know, if you get a kilo of cocaine and you like try to sell that pure, it's gonna be more expensive. But if you dumb you know, if you splice it up and put the, you know, baking soda and the detergent and this and that in it, now you can sell more of it for cheaper and it's more addictive. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna last longer and this and that. So that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. And and then you're hooked on it, 
And now you have to think about, oh man, when I get my next fix. Like my a big right. example I always use is that nobody, I don't care who it is watching this or between you two, nobody knows somebody that loves cranberries. Nobody. Nobody <laughs> knows anybody that loves no nobody can say, oh man, my mom would down a like a bucket of cranberries. Nobody. Nobody knows anybody that does it. But everybody knows somebody that would kill a gallon of cranberry juice. Why? Because of all the stuff that they added to it. And cranberries are like the 17th ingredient in the bottle. Yeah. That no, that one never... that you get, like the one that's like the jar of the pure cranberry, that shit is gnarly. Ugh. Is it really yeah, what, bitter or what? Oh my God. Oh, it's bitter. Oh man. It's so hard to drink. Yeah. So All right. I just came up with another idea. Juice. All but right. A challenge to drink a challenge pure cranberry. Drink cranberry <laughs> pure cranberry. Stella Bella. Daddy I have Blizz a bottle of it in my fridge. Challenge. It is good gnarly. Yeah. Oh. No, but, that, that, but that's what it is. So you want to look at getting, and, and even when you do get the organic, again, you still have to have your essentials to help you out because you're mm-hmm. not getting what you should be getting if it was a thousand years ago. Now, mind you, you had a saber-toothed tiger chasing you at the same time, too, but it was still more nutrients <laughs> in the food back then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it's well, just something to think about. Crazy is when you go to other countries, like, their fruit has seeds in it. Like, yeah. it's so different. Like, the U.S. is, like, bastardized food we're so business. hard. Yeah. We're business first. We're business first, citizen second. Right. We've always been not like, even, like I, I would argue we're not even second. Oh, well, citizens <laughs> are down yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah citizens yeah, are down yeah. the list. We're not at the top, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, but, like, even Haiti doesn't allow GMO into their, their country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about that. Like, A lot and, of the shit we consume is much love to Haiti. Countries. Much love to Haiti, but uh, just think about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's countries that won't even let, like, you, Monsanto can't even come talk to them. They're mm-hmm. like, no, nah, get, get out of the country. Like, don't even try it. Yeah. It's really scary when you think about it. Mm-hmm. They control yep. literally freaking everything. <laughs> I mean, I, there's this documentary that they, it's called like they're trying to kill us. Like it, it's kind of crazy, but I hey. think they kind of spot on. <laughs> I think they're spot on too. I can't. Yeah, wait to see yeah. It. I like how humble yeah. you are about the documentary. <laughs> no Every time I bring deal. it up, he's like, "I've never heard of it before." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I just, you know, I I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. Man, my mom was from the South. Like, my mom picked cotton as a kid. Like, my mom would be eighty-five in August. You know what I'm saying? Like, I come from a humble place, man. Like, I I just don't know how to be that guy to be like, "Yo, I'm the shit." I directed a feature-length documentary. That's the follow-up film to What the Health and all that. Like, I just I've never I. So we probably know each other. I think since 2012, to be honest, before you yeah. like with fully vegan. Yeah. I've never been that guy to be like, yo, I'm badass vegan. Check me yeah. out. Like, I don't, I don't, ugh, I don't ever want to be that guy. No, that's what I love about you is like, you've always been like this real person. Like you've never been like, like, so I followed people a long time ago before they were anybody, you know, and and then they became somebody and then all of a sudden like we're not homies yeah. anymore you know and like you've never done that and yeah. what that's another thing i love about you but yeah, you know, <laughs> you've I try, always I be... been a person like an actual yeah. person and like, i put my flaws out there all that like you know yeah. what i'm saying i think i think that's the only way you help other people though too like i, I tell people i used to be a butcher I used to be a yeah. butcher. I used to be 315 pounds as a freshman in high school. I tell it all, man. Like, yeah. what, what y'all want to know? I, I keep some stuff personal, but for the most right. part, I know sharing that is helping somebody be like, oh, man, I'm not the only one going through this. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm not the only one going through, you know, grieving or, you know, these body weight issues or whatever it is. And I think mm-hmm. that helps too, because there's been a lot of times where people are like, oh, well, you're just in shape and you've been like that your whole life. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me show you this picture. Right. Be back in the day. Like, you know, sometimes people think you, you never walked in their shoes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, I still got the shoes. I'm just trying mm-hmm. not to put them back on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Dude, that's a quote right there. <laughs> I, I come up with them all the time. We got to write that down because I'll yeah. forget it. <laughs> that is a, a Hurry real up quotable. and get on Twitter really quick. I know, right? I'm going to get on there. <laughs> put it out there. Put the, uh, the hyphen badass vegan. Yep. I still, I, people think I used to not walk in their shoes, but I still got the shoes. I'm just trying not to put them on again. Badass yeah. vegan. We got to remember that. We got to remember that. Yeah. Everybody remember. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> the song re- is recorded, so it's, it's there. There you go. It's on the internet for sure. I feel like the awakening is upon us and the the powers that be are realizing it right now. And this is part of the reason why they're putting all these these things in place to to try to kill off the population. What do you what do you guys think about that statement right there? Deep? Too deep? <laughs> nah, I mean You're gonna get a shadow band, bro. Oh, nah, man, I'm, man. A, I'm already I'm already shadow banned at this point. It doesn't matter. You I'm already in the shadows. I'm, I'm like uh I'm like old boy from Batman. I'm Bane, you know what I'm saying? Like like you adopted the shadows. I was born in it. Like I'm used to it now, man. Like it's, it is what it is. Like I and I'm, I don't shy away from none of it. Like you know, even before the documentary, like I've always been like, if something's wrong, I'm gonna speak about it. Mm-hmm. If something's right, I'm gonna speak about it too. Like it's funny. Right. I, I have my little trolls that only comment when they don't agree with something. But you know, I'm always speaking like good and bad. You know, what I'm saying whether yeah. it's my people, somebody else. Like I'm gonna call it out. I don't care what it is, but I, I think, I think it's a, it's definitely an agenda to, to keep people at bay and uh, think about it. It's a trillion dollar industry to make people think that they're not powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a trillion dollar industry. Yep. You need our product to be pretty. You need our product to be smart. You need our product to be healthy. You need our product to do this. You need our uh, service to do this. Like you can't do this by yourself. You can't do this on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you got to think about it. Like, I'm sure, you know, there's, you know, plant-based vegan companies making money, but they ain't the ones keeping, you know, they're not being trillionaires off of telling you, hey, man, you should be vegan to save your life. It's not, right. it's the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a, an agenda. It's interesting that companies, huge companies like Tyson Chicken, you know, bought out the Beyond Meat and, you know, wanted to get into the whole vegan world is because they noticed that, you know, people are going in that route. But I guess in a way, that's a, a good thing, too. They did right. that? I didn't know they did that. Well, this is the thing. They didn't buy them out. They bought stock into them. God. So, like, but, and this, it is, I just, oh, my God, I just made a post about this, too, talking about, you know, vegans will be, vegans will be so quick to be like, oh, this company got too big and they sold stock to here and there. Yeah. I can't support them anymore. But then you go look at the timeline, they're still, you know, like, I can't support them because they got too big, but then they'll go support, like, they'll still eat Oreos, Fritos, Red Bull, right. Mountain Dew. I'm like, well, motherfucker, like, why wouldn't you support the vegan right. company that's trying to grow? Because think about it. If Tyson Chicken gets to the point where they're like, you know what, we're not going to make any more money off of selling these damn chickens. Let's just go into plant-based. Why not support that that's a win. and build it up? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a win. But people are so closed-minded. Like, don't get me wrong. It's still wrong that they're doing the chickens. But show them how, like, all right, look, the money's not going to come from killing animals anymore. The money's mm-hmm. going to come from the plants. 
-hmm. I guarantee you, they might not go vegan themselves, but it's all about the money. If they see the money is there, they're going to go over there. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like every company, let's be honest, every company that's out there that's successful didn't get backing from 100% vegan companies. They might not have been a chicken slaughter company, but Mm -hmm. if a non-vegan invests into a vegan company, are you going to say, nah, man, don't take that money? Right. You know what I'm saying? Take that money and do something good. For the with growth, it. yeah. Yeah. Wars cost money, man. Wars cost money. Is it? We at war. We at war. And usually, to like the make people sure. who profit the most do it from both sides, aka exactly Tyson. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like the tobacco companies. There's a lot of talk of them trying to get into the marijuana world and and, and start selling marijuana. Or think about it this way: How many tobacco companies have that that whole? A lot of people didn't even know that the, the truth the truth commercials back in the day, uh, they show them every now and then. The truth commercials, guess who made those damn commercials? The tobacco <laughs> company. The government made them start making those commercials. They didn't just do that on their own. The government was like, look, you got to do something to you know, campaign against children smoking. So that's where the truth campaign come from. When they're like, the truth about smoking is tobacco is this, this, and that. You see what I'm saying? And in a sense, it's kind of crazy because they were kind of like secretly advertising in the same way because they can't do any advertising, you know, video wise. Mm -hmm. So they're still talking about the tobacco company at the same time. So it's having a conversation about it. Negative publicity is still publicity. I don't Here's a topic right there. I, I don't understand how people could even smoke cigarettes in the first place. They're really gross when you think about it. Like it's terrible. It's people still smoking crack. It's addiction. You got a point there. It's addiction, man. Addiction. It's people still. It's still people eating caviar. Think about that shit. It's it's fucking fishy. Like think about that. I've never tried it either. Uh Like I said, I used to be a butcher though, man. I I have seen some things come across these hands, and I'm like, I'm serving it to people because I I worked in a a butcher style grocery store where Mm -hmm. the main focus of the grocery store was the butcher shop. So Mm -hmm. people would come in, and we would do like two order meat orders you know what i'm saying like you want a pound of this you want three pounds of that like we really didn't have too much prepackaged stuff but we would have stuff and it's like the stuff i would like cut up and prepare for people to take home i'm like i don't even know why i didn't go vegan immediately really right. like I, I don't know why it took me so long but like I, yeah there's some nasty stuff out there man cheese alone like if you really think about the process of cheese cheese is literally coagulated cow baby oh, growth no. serum yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not even fresh milk. That shit's mm-hmm. coagulated. It's got to sit there and mold to a certain point for you to eat it. That's what. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, if you put if if people call food the actual name of what it was, people wouldn't eat that shit. Like yeah. people get mad at at plants being called. Oh man, why would you call a hamburger? It's like why would you call a dead cow hamburger? It's not. That's not the name of what that is, really. Right. Hey, hey guys, hold on one second. Yeah, babe, I'll take cashew cheese on my sandwich. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy man it is are it you is. Are, are you a spiritual person at all very very and spiritual I'll, yeah I'll, I'll tell you why i asked that when i went vegan i felt this enormous weight lifted off my shoulders and i wasn't quite sure what it is and a lot of people say that when you consume meat of animals you you get you receive the energy that they mm-hmm. felt at the moment of butchering and i and i really believe that because me right now there's nights where i have a nightmare or i feel some type of some type of um like 
bad feeling or whatnot. And I sometimes wonder if it comes from ingesting those kind of meats and whatnot. And I, I don't know, man, I like the enormous weight that was lifted off my shoulder. I, I feel like it, it has a lot to do with what we're ingesting in our body. And it, it could really like make you feel more just, just lighter, you know, all, all around in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it, man. Like let's say the three of us, I'm just using that as an example. This is not a real thing, but let's say the three of us were walking down the street together one day. One of the biggest problems is that humans don't believe that animals are smart. They don't believe that they're sentient. They don't believe that they communicate. They don't believe that they have decision-making power. You know, they don't, they believe that they're put on this earth for us to eat and that's all their purpose is. And they don't realize that like, as soon as humans are wiped from the earth, the earth is going to throw a fucking party and have like, damn, those fucking people are finally gone and they were fucking up the earth. But when I say that they, they don't think that they communicate, if the three of us are walking across down the street and we heard somebody scream around the corner, you think we're going to want to go around that corner? We don't want to go around that corner. Our, our fight or fight is already kicked in. We're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, our adrenaline starts rushing. Our, uh, our, our levels of like, you know, fear is going up. And that's before we can walk around the corner. So what makes you think if a, if a cow is in the slaughterhouse and they hear their homie crying around the corner and hear either, you know, him gagging over his own blood or mm-hmm. getting shot in the head, you don't think they automatically kick in too? Yeah. And right. so that means, so, the, okay. and it's, it's science. This is science. It's not even no vegan stuff. It's <laughs> science that there's going to be chemicals released into that bloodstream. When you're stressed out and when you're, yeah. Yeah. And so we and talk about this. Yeah. We talk about this in the, in the documentary where the people that eat meat have levels of this chemical to the rate of somebody that loses a spouse. So you're walking around every day with the stress and trauma of somebody that just lost a spouse and you ain't even losing nobody, but you don't realize that because you're not thinking that it's related to what you're eating within right. meat. I always tell people you are literally what you eat. Like if you yeah. eat stress and like disease and all these things, that's literally what you're going to be. And they wonder why so many people suffer from anxiety and depression right now. It's like, like if you cut a head of lettuce in front of another head of lettuce, the other head of lettuce is not over there screaming and scared and like, right. oh shit, they just cut my boy up. <laughs> oh, I'm next. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Although I do feel guilty when one of my Venus flytraps dies. I feel like that thing is Love like a whole ass like thing. I, mean, I, I just feel guilty about it. I don't know. And, and this, this is what I try to tell people when they try to compare like, Oh, you're killing, you're still I've killing plants seen it on your shit too. People. Are yeah. Right. And this is what I say is like, you can take the seed of a plant and still create new life from that. It never ends with that. You're not killing that plant. You're not killing the lineage of that plant. You can't take the heart from a cow and try to put it into another cow. And hopefully another cow grows out of that. You, you killed that lineage. It's done mm-hmm. that, that, that life and that lineage is done. Mm-hmm. And also scientifically proven Many of trees, crops, stuff like that, they used animals before, you know, the industrialization of the world, they used animals to eat the seeds, eat whatever, and defecate the seeds in another area. Mm -hmm. And that's how they spread around because scientifically, a tree won't grow in a certain diameter of another tree. It's just not scientifically possible. So they have to be moved and the wind is not going to blow seeds far enough. So it uses the animals to eat it, defecate mm-hmm. it. And now another tree or another plant can grow 
within mm-hmm. the diameter that's not next to the other one. Right. And that, that won't happen if we never eat the plants. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they don't have pain receptors. They have, they might have a sense of consciousness, but they also have a sense of consciousness to know that like, I won't survive if I'm not eaten and spread across this earth. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's, yeah, that's, that spirit, that's the spiritual yeah. side of it too. Totally. That's, that's, totally. No, that's super interesting. That's super. Yeah, interesting. And that's science. That's not even a vegan. No, it is. That, yeah. That's just science. It totally is. I've actually heard that before. I've like when when doing some research and stuff and even just like when thinking of going, you know, like pollination of plants and like mm-hmm. how like a lot of well, well, it was probably one of those documentaries where they're talking about how like Monsanto is like suing small farms because the wind blew and like pollinated this guy's seeds and now his seeds have some of their seed shit and like that's how they take out all these small and they have a patent they have a patent on that so yeah so now they get to like sue the this fucking i think that was that was i think that was cowspiracy actually yeah um shout shout out to my co-director keegan who made that too um shout out yeah 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 (laughs) uh but yeah like and that's where it falls into like wow that's crazy because if a, if if I if I have a dog and my dog comes and shits in your yard, I have to come clean that shit up. You don't I don't own your yard now because my dog shit in your yard. Right. But basically they're saying if the wind blew my seed over into your yard and my and this seed starts growing in your yard, now you either gotta unplant you gotta find out which one of these plants are my patent or you just gotta hand over your farm. Mm-hmm. And so these small farmers don't have the money to battle Monsanto. So they end up losing their farm or they have to start growing the Monsanto in order to stay afloat. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking bullshit. Makes me so mad. Yeah. Like who, who in, in that's sinister shit. It's sinister shit. Who is like a human being like looks at that and is like, well, that's okay with me. And this is the thing. People fail to realize that, like, the evil characters you see in movies, that's, that's based off of somebody. That's right. somebody that, like, you know what I'm saying? When you see evil characters in movies, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I've seen a motherfucker try to do this right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. Cruella DeVille, that's not just a made-up character. It's some no. crazy motherfucker out there breeding dogs, trying to sell them, which I've always thought that that was the weirdest shit. So weird. And, <laughs> Even like, as a kid, you, you know it's wrong. You're like, what? The yeah, fuck? you're like, wait a minute. So you basically have two <laughs> dogs, so you can breed the dogs and sell their puppies like some kind of trade. It's yeah. pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And the puppy and the dogs don't get shit for it. And when the dog uh-huh. dies, you're like, oh, it's cool. We'll just move that one out, put another right. one in, and just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Messed up. It's just messed up, man. The whole, the whole animal. You know, using animals as like money makers is just—it's all fucked up, man. It's all fucked up. When does it all stop, man? When we stop it. When we stop it. High in demand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the problem is, is people think, oh man, one person don't make a difference, but it's like if enough one persons right add up. That's what I tell people. That's what I tell people. I've gotten into arguments with people. They're like, "Oh, Stella, you're not going to change the world." Like, no, I'm not going to change 8 billion people. But if I touch maybe one or two people in my circle, and then those two people touch a couple of people in their circle, and then, you know, 
it's math, bro. Like do the fucking yeah. math. It adds up. Like that's all. Yeah. If I change one worldview, I'm winning. That's a win to me. Yay. And then that person does it <clears throat> to somebody else and so forth. You know what I mean? Like too many yeah. non-believers Hello? in the world. Hello. People need to start believing in their self <laughs> and their own beliefs and or just people who are too fucking lazy or don't want to change and and But again, we've been conditioned to believe that we can't do it. We've been right. conditioned to like you're not big enough. It's like, no, no, we're all big enough. I don't care what, yeah. I, I don't care if you got two followers or two million. Right. We're all big enough to make a change. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like, X. sometimes you don't even have to make an announcement. Just do the shit for you. Right. And feel good inside. You don't have right. to announce everything you're doing. Like, I think, you know, we're living in this age where everybody has to tell everybody everything about everything. Oh, wait, I went to the bathroom five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, I had this for lunch, and oh man, my stomach. I, anybody else felt this way? Like, no, nah, just do you mm-hmm. for you, and it'll impact everybody. It does. You you ever yeah. gave something to a family that was like in need, or like or like a homeless person on the street, and you and you did it, and then never told anybody, and that great feeling that you had within yourself, like all the time. Yeah, all the time. I just I've don't tell never people. filmed it. Yeah, I've never gotten that either. Like for me, because I used to work well. Like when I lived in Oregon, I worked mostly with unaccompanied minors, homeless, and, you know, people experiencing homelessness and all that. And, and even so much so that like, even my kids at a young age, anytime we pulled up off the freeway and someone's there, my kids like dig in their backs. They're like, I have an apple mom. Like, like, and I know. So like, that shit's passed on to my kids like that, but like, not once did I film it. Not once did you know what I mean? Like, and it's a catch twenty two, and that's the crazy part. It's a catch twenty two because I think sometimes I, I just think you don't have to put the actual person on film because I think sometimes filming the act and sharing it may inspire somebody else to do it. Right. So I, I get I get that, but I think when they're like in the person's face with the camera, like, yeah, how, you like that, so how do you like that? you like the sandwich I gave you? And they're yeah. like, uh, it's shit, embarrassing, thanks. probably. You know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I, I think. I think filming the act is not so bad, but filming the person can be bad. Or you know what I'm saying? You didn't get consent. Just talking about it afterwards. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I like get on there. I'm like, hey, you know, I just did this. And I encourage y'all to do this too. Like, or what I, I used challenge to do, you to do this too today kind of a thing. Right. What I used to do is I would like <laughs> film me making the, the sack lunches. Right. And yeah. then this is what I'm about to go do. But I don't film right. the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which I, I, I will say I'm at fault. I think I have filmed a, per, you know, a couple people at a time. This is like 10 years ago. And then right. I was like, and I had some friends reach out like, yeah, man, like they don't probably want to be on it. I'm like, damn, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. that you're right. Like, I, I felt like I was probably, I felt I was doing it to encourage more people. But in reality, I'm using them as like a pawn to get, views. get more people to do it. No, no, right. what even views? It was like to get more people to do it. But I don't have to show the person. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, excuse me. To get more people to do it, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. like. Oh, Stella, Intent tell you, man. Views. Yeah, Stella, <laughs> Some people do views. it for views, though. It, no, I, I know they do. I know right. they do. I, I do shit. I get. I piss people off daily, so views is not. I like that, by the way. I I, I, I follow your Instagram, and I'm like, oh, he he likes uh, to troll the trolls. Oh, <laughs> dude, sure. I love it. I fucking love I'm it. I'm the same, by the way. I like trolling the trolls as well. We it's definitely fine. have trolls. Yeah, I just, trolls. I just had a, I just posted, I think last week or the week before, like this guy, 
Because I, I have it set up to where I used to get a lot of spam accounts, just mm-hmm. like talking about, oh, go, come check out my porn or my OnlyFans yeah, and this and I that. Like, that so I so I set it up to where somebody has to follow me in order to comment. I'm like, look, if you're gonna spam me, at least let me get some out of it. Now you're a follower, whatever. Yeah. And so this guy sent me a message, and he's like, oh, way to turn your comments off, pussy. I know. <laughs> and so. So I responded, but he, he had to send a DM for that because he didn't uh-huh. follow me. So he right. couldn't comment on the page. So I sent it back. I was like, I was like, a beautiful morning to you, beautiful human being. I was like, thank you so much for reaching out. I was like, the reason why um, I have it set up to where spam accounts can't comment on my page because I would have like troll accounts or actual spam accounts. And I said, thank you also for calling me a vagina because they are resilient, oh, wow. powerful, and they create life. And I was like, you have a great blessed day. And he like he actually wrote back like LOL, okay. Like he's like, he's like nothing, to say. <laughs> yeah. nothing else you can say. Sometimes that was that's a great response. That's not customer service though. Like you know exactly. customer service when you can like turn that shit around on them. Like, wait, I was mad a sec. Like, you can't yeah. what? Like you gotta And I, I used to be bad at it. I used to people used to get under my skin. I used oh, to be yeah. like fuck, like it. And then, like, it, it, there's this quote I always remember. It says, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred from one entity to the next. So, like, I've realized that, like, every time somebody comes to me negative and I actually take that negative energy from them and, and mm-hmm. accept it, they feel better. They start laughing. They start talking it, more shit. It's real. But it's when you so don't real. take it, yeah, when you don't take it and you're like, nah, bro, I'm good. Or, or I start blowing kissy faces and I'm sending heart emojis. They get more mad because yeah. they couldn't get that negative energy right. off their chest. Right. And I'm sitting over here like, this is funny. And I now started they're going to go take like, it out on their spouse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, you can take that shit off. Whoever want to accept it. I'm not taking uh, that shit from you. Yeah. That's yours. You keep it. That's, so, that's, a, good, that's a good way to, to keep so the energy It's so fucking real. Yeah. So it took Stella, a while, though. Stella, I'm not going to lie. It took a while. Stella, what was that, that thing you used to say? We're not going to call people dicks no more. We're going to call them pussies because... And you said... Because no, the- I said because, okay, so we, you know how, like, when people are being an asshole, they're like, oh, you're being a dick, and oh, like, if you're not wanting to do something, oh, you're being a pussy, and I, I always never understood that, because I felt like, you know, like, when you're, like, like, pussies are stronger, and they can handle more, so, like, if you're not being brave, that doesn't mean you're a pussy, that's the opposite, <laughs> like, that's yeah. the, you know, we were, like, switching that. <laughs> I think I think that was Betty White that said, "Hey, pussies are are strong. Oh, they can yeah, take a pound." She did. And, she did say she was that. like they can take a pound and then keep going. <laughs> yeah, but like balls, like they can't handle what balls are sensitive. Yeah. You, the wrong <laughs> breeze come right. through, you're done. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got me good. Yeah, you're like, you know what? Time out. Time out. Mm. Y'all are yeah, on need, the floor to... if like anything Dude. brushes even across you. So it's funny. That's facts. Yeah. So, 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 badass vegan John, John Lewis. Mm-hmm. When can you? When can people anticipate they're killing us to to come out? Are we? Is there a, a, any any ideas of any kind of dates or? Man, it's such a waiting game, man. Gotcha, like gotcha. it took us four years to even finish this damn thing. So, like, wow. I'm also at the at the point of like, you know what? Like, you can't rush perfection. Like, not no. that this is perfect, but. If it took us four years to make it, then all right, you know, if it takes another year, which has been like six or seven months to even get like 
you know, the deal. And it, the funny thing is, man, like, you know how everybody was all about talking shit about elevating black voices and this and that. Right. Like we've actually heard, and I, I'm sure this will probably get me in trouble, but I really don't give a fuck. But like we've actually heard from, you know, networks like, oh, you know, if this was about if this was a documentary by like a pop star, we could understand like giving you millions of dollars for this. Mm-hmm. But because it's just a documentary, you know, like that's why we go like low budget with it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm like, yeah, for real, that's what you go tell like. Nah. That's what you're telling us. Even though you say we love the film, they tell us the amount of stars that have seen this film and want to be a part of it and be on board. And then they'll tell us like, oh, well, all the stars you have in it, we want you to have them promoted. It's like, so you understand the value of everybody we got in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want to pay us for that value. And you're going to make a shit ton of money the, off of it. Millions on the back That's end. a slap in the face. But you want to offer us like 200 right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. and my thing is too, like, yeah, I want to get the money. Yeah, I want to get the get it out there. But it's also bigger than just my film yeah. because it's never going to stop if everybody just keeps accepting the fucked up offers. Right. Like my, my idea is, and I, I'm sure somebody's going to see this where I don't even give a fuck. My idea is to get with a certain network who's probably still going to lowball the shit out of us. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna on the back end. We're gonna do like, I'm gonna sell the film for because they're gonna, they're probably gonna license it, so they won't own the film. We can still do what we want to. Right. I'm gonna sell it for everybody for two dollars minimum. All you gotta do is donate two dollars or whatever you see fit above that, mm-hmm. and you can download the film and it's yours. Keep it for life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, like we'll make we'll make more money off of that, and we're donating Ooh. thirty. We're don't we're donating the first million dollars to those in need. So it's like, come on in. Like, everybody come yeah. on in. Show these networks, like, oh, you don't want to support this shit? Well, watch what we do. Yeah, you know but independent, so, but, yeah. you know, like, independent artists, they can make a yep. killing, you know? Make like, a killing. Yeah. Look at all these independent artists that can go mm-hmm. on tour, and right? they make it more than the artists Not getting screwed by the labels, yep. And man. owning their shit. That man, Chris Brown, <laughs> uh, bought the, the masters to his music. Exactly. exactly. That's big right there. That's big yeah, ownership, yeah. ownership, and any whatever the the content is that you create or whatever, <clears throat> whatever it is you do, ownership is is key to all of it. Did man. You, I just realized this yesterday. I found this out that Ray J owns the like life rights to Suge Knight. Did you know this shit? I yeah. have no idea. So, so I guess like yeah. So basically, like if anybody tries to like make a movie about Suge Knight or anything like this, they got to go through Ray J for that shit. How the- he bought like the. Oh. Exactly. How the fuck? But that's, that's a random that's like, combo too. <laughs> that's like as much as I'm a Michael Jackson fan. Do you know how crazy and like shysty he did the Beatles? Did you ever hear about that story? Uh, I, I have. Yeah. So basically, I guess Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson were having this combo about owning mm-hmm. their rights, owners and publishing rights. And yeah, Michael's like, yeah, I own all my publishing rights, this and that. And Paul McCartney's like, oh, we don't even own ours yet. He's like, oh, you don't? That's crazy. Like two weeks later, he goes and buys all their fucking books. <laughs> MJ was shysty. MJ pulled Cold. MJ pulled oh, the bubbles out the hat. He damn. did it. Yeah, he bought the Beatles rights. I had yeah. no idea. Didn't he end yeah. up buying like Sony, like all of Sony at one point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he he so went he, all out, man. So he owned the rights to like Eminem's so, music yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, um, some yeah. of his earlier catalog or whatever. 
Yeah. Something yeah. along those lines. No, that's, that's that's crazy. And that's why sometimes that's why sometimes you just can't tell your plans, man. Like, you can't. You, no, 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 you not can't. Not everybody's your friend. Like people. Real, real G's moving yeah. silence like lasagna. Oh, like like Lil <laughs> Wayne said. <laughs> I totally agree. Oh my god! I couldn't agree more. I'm yeah. Curious Go ahead, Stella. Too, because you know how you're talking about like um, like how you know a year ago and when all shit went like really crazy, just with the whole George Floyd thing and like where all these people made pledges to lift, elevate Black voices and support Black businesses mm-hmm. and all these things, like. I guess my question is, yeah, like, and in your pursuit to like get picked up, like, I know that there's a lot of like big, big, you know, people out there, like who are, you know, black, who own, you know, who have power, like, why can they pick something up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they can, but you got to think about it too. Like, a lot of what I'm talking about is actually contradictory to their lifestyle too. Um, so it's yeah, like, yeah, they got, they got the pro- money. But they got the money. Uh, but they're like, yo, like, I love my bacon. I love yeah. my bacon. And, <laughs> right. and, my, and a lot of these people are sponsored by some of the people. I mean, I, when I tell you I'm not holding any punches in this documentary, no. Like, yeah, it's, it's some people you. that's going to be, like, we just got our insurance for the film. I'm so happy because there's going to be some people coming. Like yeah. major corporations coming at us, but yeah. everything's been triple fact checked down to the last little piece, and like so, let them come. But a I'm, lot of these, people, I want to see it so bad. A Me lot too. of people are scared. I, I'm ready to let it I was go. I'm trying to but watch it earlier time. today, and I was like, oh, it's not out yet. No, but it was it was available during Tribeca. I was they, I know, and I was trying to figure out the damn streaming, I wish I know. and I couldn't I wish I figure known. it out. And I was like, oh, I missed it. It was available from the nineteenth to the twenty second. They had it up for like three, four days. No, and, and I tried in that time frame, and I couldn't like get oh, man. it. Yeah. And I was very like, man, because I had been <laughs> watching your stories. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. Like, I'm gonna go on there. I don't care what I have to pay. I'm gonna stream it, and. And I couldn't fucking get it. And I was like, man, it's in the dates. Why is this not available? Like, I was. That was, you know. that was a, a, a rare opportunity for. I'm a, not the best with technology. A rare know. opportunity for a, a, a rare documentary. And so Stella this always. Is my little twin. I see. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. Hello. What's up, bud? You, you know what's crazy? This dude, he just turned three three weeks ago and he's he already looks three like foot... he's in kindergarten no he's three foot seven he's already so tall oh my god holy crap i mean just i'm six hit. six so he kind of yeah he's six six he's gonna, oh, he's gonna be yeah. tall he's gonna be taller than uh, he got yeah no, i'm not ready for it man i already know <laughs> and i'm like he's gonna be stepping <laughs> and, yeah exactly <laughs> they do kids are funny most of the time at some uh, point so the the son is usually taller than the dad so i'm not ready I'm not ready. I, I keep trying to mentally prepare myself, but I'm like, at Bruh, 16, I'm going to be looking up like, oh, man. man My none daughter of her... just turned 14, and I'm just like, <laughs> she's about to go in high school, and I can't believe it. Oh. She wears all the same clothes as me, and I'm like, how? And I'm so used to, like, being the tallest person in the room. <laughs> you, you already ran, baby. Okay. Like, you know, I'm used to being the tallest person in the room, and I'm like, I'm just not used to it. And, like, my mentor is John Sally, who's in the film, oh, too. Oh, yeah, he's super tall. And, oh, John Sally. And, and he knows, he knows I hate it. He knows I can't stay in, like, he'll, like, 
put his arm on top of my shoulder, like lean on me kind of thing. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> how tall is he? Well, that's kind of like how you seven, did. Like seven one, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's super tall. Really tall, yeah. But that's kind of like how you play, you know, with your homies too. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They hate it. They yeah. hate it. So I get it. I get it. They yeah. hate it. You just didn't like it when someone did it to you. <laughs> Dom's especially hates it. Dom yeah. can't stand it. Dom's yeah. like, man, stop doing it. Dom, stop right, you doing better it. better quit playing with me. <laughs> That's funny. Aww. Yeah. But yeah, back to what you're saying. Like, it's just, it's a matter of time before, like, people, like, kind of buy into it. But, and it's okay. Like, like I said, I already got a game plan. It's like, okay, y'all didn't want to do that. We got a game plan. Like, we'll use the, the larger network, get our mm-hmm. name out there, and then... From that point on, we'll, we'll we're still gonna donate this million dollars. We're gonna get it done. Yeah, get it out there. You know what well, I'm saying? I'm like I said, and I know like people want to lowball it and this and that. And it's like okay, cool. You know, and and everybody talks all the shit about elevating black voices. And it's funny. I was just seeing something about like, and I had talked about this before. And this is why you got to stand up and stop things. And a lot of people don't understand like generational wealth per se, mm-hmm. like. You know, I, I saw a, a segment they were talking about how, like, Central Park, for instance. Central Park used to be a community that was pretty predominantly people Seneca of color and minorities. Village. Yeah. Seneca Village. Um, then they start talking about all these lakes. It's like, like 17 to 20 lakes in America. They used to be black-owned communities. I, yeah. And so they came in and pillaged these communities, killed all the people, got rid of everything, and filled them up with water and turned yep. them into lakes. And now people and, just go and just enjoy their summers. And what they're saying is what people don't fail, what people fail to realize is that, okay, if they owned these houses in 1900s, like early 1900s, 1910, mm-hmm. whatever, imagine the generational wealth that would have been passed on year after year, right. this equity. Yep that is completely gone. Whereas people right. don't think about that. They think you're just right. talking shit. It's like, no, like think about what, what has happened and think about the people that had land back then that still mm-hmm. is a part of that lineage and mm-hmm. where they are right now because right. of the equity that is yep. in their family. But people, they think you're just complaining and they think you're just yep. like bitching and moaning. It's like, no, nah, man, like really look at the bigger picture. Yeah. That's why and, I, like and, it pisses me off when there's and equality does not mean revenge. Like no. a lot of people think that equality because they know how fucked up it is. They don't want if, you to believe have. me. If black, yeah. if black people, minorities, Spanish people, Native Americans, if we really wanted fucking revenge, it would have been over oh, a long time oh, ago. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, for let's sure. be honest. They don't want us to want revenge. Yeah, <laughs> but, but and I'm and I'm not saying that's what we want. We, that's not what we huh. want. No, nobody's yeah. saying like, no, we want you to suffer like we suffer. Like, right. no, like put shit back even. Like, just right. make it an even playing field. Yeah. That's why yeah, it drives so. me crazy when people like will literally deny actual fucking evidence. Like, don't tell me this isn't happening when it's literally right here. Like, don't tell me. But they they like to hide history. This ain't shit. Well, oh yeah. 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 Oh no no no! Wait 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 wait! Let's let's be <laughs> honest about this. They like to hide certain history because they're like, right. oh, stop living in the past. But let me use my Confederate flag because that's history. It's like, wait a minute, you just said stop living in the past. But you want to say that the Confederate flag, exactly, Confederate flag. Well, shit, they fucking lost and they still using it. And they still like that's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like think about it. Like, yeah, like you can't talk about 
or I, and I'll be honest, and I, I'm sure Stella can say this too. There's even vegans out there that'll act like, you know, human rights aren't important, which mm -hmm. is crazy. And I'm like, if human rights aren't important, you wouldn't be able to pick it outside of a slaughterhouse if the human rights organizations didn't pick it for your rights to be able to do what to you're be doing. Able to do that, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People don't like, understand it's so... intersectionality. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's a big it's a bigger picture than what people want to want to actually admit. You know, I, I, I'll I'll be somebody who uh, will go on record and say that there was a, a certain part of history I had no idea about until uh, a certain a certain uh, individual named Diddy went on record and told everybody about the Black Wall Street. I I never knew oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. some history that they hide right there. And you got to think that's just one area. That's just one area. Like that's the one that they're talking about right now. But right. imagine how big America, uh, I, and I've, I got to get out of this because I've had some people like, and I, I'm one of those people, like if people correct me rightly, you know, in a right way and in a nice manner, right. I try to adjust. But if somebody, yeah. if somebody comes to me as an asshole, I just like, fuck right. you and I keep moving. Right. But some people have said like, you know, you got to just say, stop saying America, like United States of America is all of America because you got Canada and you got Central Mexico. America and all that stuff mm -hmm. too in Mexico. Right. So United States of America, just imagine how big that is. You can't tell me that Black Wall Street was the only area right. that was no way. like that. That's just like, what we, they're like, okay, focus on this one. We don't want y'all to be looking at all the other shit we did. Like we said, like <laughs> Central Park. Did you know about Central Park, Jimmy? No. That's crazy. Like so Central Park I... was literally a community. And they said, you know what? We're We're not going to we're not going to pillage these people and kick them off their land because we're going to build more houses. Nah, we like parks. Right. <laughs> we're like, right. a fucking park. Fuck these people. All... Let's put some patch of grass here and a little sidewalk. Like... Central Park was literally a, a minority community. Mm -hmm. It was literally, and so like, they kicked all these people out. And then, and so they didn't give them the value of their land. Some people didn't even get paid, period. There's, a, there's one case where the guy literally got pennies on the dollar of what he should have got for his land yeah and he couldn't even purchase anything once they moved him out of that land mm -hmm. to go into that and there's another case where they talk about like the gi bill where they used to talk about like okay if you go into the armed forces as a black man you'll come out you'll be able to get a house you'll be able to do this and they talk about the actual this is crazy a hundred out of six seventh uh i don't want to get the number wrong but let's say a hundred out of all of the black soldiers mm -hmm. who went to war a hundred were only ones that got loans to get a, a, a home a hundred it was less than a hundred so they that with redlining and all the bullshit like that they've literally systematically oppressed. they still didn't approve them alone yeah, so they right. went and fought for the country they came right. back and i remember back in the day when you were in pain, when you had shit going on, you had trauma, they just give you fucking Vicodins, they gave you fucking mm -hmm. uh, opioids, they gave you all kinds of stuff. So yeah. you came home addicted, fucked up, and you were taking this because you couldn't deal with what was going on over there. So now you all come right. back home where you think the people are going to be happy that you fought for their country, came yep. back, they're like, no, 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 go over there, nigga yep. boy. Yep. We don't want to give you nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine, again, the lineage of systematic oppression, it it always is going to keep going until somebody stops it. Mm -hmm. 
yeah it's crazy man it's, it's crazy fucking, it blows my mind they they still do that shit that it's just education man i think if more people were educated on all of these well, things that a lot of a lot of people you know would probably you know want to help change things that's you know? why it's probably. free and yeah. that's why you don't learn it in public school you gotta wait exactly. till you're paying for your education and even then like oh even then you're not gonna learn yeah it exactly like, think about it we still have a fucking columbus day Think about this shit. That's we, wild. We still have Columbus Day. <laughs> like it's been proven that this motherfucker found the wrong place at the wrong time and was like, you know what? Y'all look like Indians. Yeah. Like, right. no, 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 no. We're this is not Indian. No, yeah. y'all look like Indians. I'm gonna call you Indians. We're gonna call you Indians. Like, Indians. Hey, you know what? As a matter of fact, I like all the shit you got here. How about we kill you and take your shit? Yeah. Like, teach us how to use it. And then build and then a statue and have a holiday in my name. <laughs> No, that, and, we, and, the, and the crazy part is we talk about that in the film too i was very graced to actually be able to go to the navajo nation and talk to the elders there which that that like i've had i had some conversations in the movie that were mind-blowing but that one man like i felt chills just being on that land because like you can't get cameras on there like yeah you gotta remember you go on navajo land without being invited you might not make it out yeah. it's just like that's how yeah. it is yeah. So to be oh. invited there and to talk to, to share their story as well and to show the plight and like how this, you know, this colonized mentality affected every, all these people of color. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. They didn't care, man. They just came in. We like your shit. Yeah. Fuck you. We're taking it. Right. Oh, we like we like the way you do shit. Yeah. But fuck you. You know what? Come over to this country. Fuck your old mm-hmm. country. We're going to put over here. And it was just like we were all put in this one group. They don't care. They just yeah. don't care. Wow. That is, uh... But happy Tuesday, Taco hey. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, so, so I I believe that we all encourage just everybody just uh, do some research, get some education in your life, and uh, yeah. learn a thing or two. And I think that. Uh, that's the most important thing anybody and, and do. don't and don't go into it like i i've seen a lot of like allies white allies and they they made a great point of saying like nobody's telling you to feel guilty nobody's right. telling you that you're at fault right. i think for some reason it's like oh <laughs> oh they think that all white people are evil like no we're not mm-hmm. saying that but just understand what happened and the residual effects of what's going on today mm-hmm. it didn't just stop then it's still residual effects just like there are certain people that have benefited from that. Imagine what's going on now. Like we, we talked about the whole red line thing. Yeah. Like Yeah, and think about how you're blindly were... perpetuating. Exactly. Yeah. There were there were there were instances where you're talking about the redlining or red zoning and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how like these families that were able to get homes in certain neighborhoods in the nineteen hundreds, how their kids were able to go to school off of the equity from that land Mm -hmm. but then you look at the black you know indigenous and latin and indian and actual indians that came into the country asian how they weren't able to do anything with that and the residual effects of that you know what i'm saying like they're funded by property taxes and that's why like neighborhoods that are white neighborhoods their kids go to schools that get actual funds and then and don't let them come over here yeah and the kids in the ghetto like they're living in little apartment chompers old houses that don't that 
aren't valuable as they are now. But if a fucking developer came in and gentrified that shit, all of a sudden the area has value. Like, and we're gonna make it too expensive for you to live in, right, and then gonna you're gonna, gonna have to leave. You out of your home, exactly. It's yeah. the system is crazy, and it ain't broken. The system it's, ain't broken. Oh, it's working. It's running exactly <laughs> how it was designed for to run. Specifically, who it was for. Yep. No. Yeah. No. You know, they say that's a lot of what's happening right now is that these huge investment firms like BlackRock, they're coming in and they're raising the the housing prices and whatnot, and making it hard for. That um, the average family to go in even buy a home right now because they're getting outbid mm-hmm. by these these trillionaire companies who pretty much are trying to buy up every single property in the world and because they, they don't want they don't want people to own anything anymore. So yeah. so they're coming in and you know and it, and this is something that you know I just got done experiencing um, you know being on the the housing market and everything is that everything is being outbid like whatever people are bidding whatever they could afford mm-hmm. on whatever the loan they were given or whatever the case may be somebody they're getting out, they're getting outbid in, up in a, to 400 grand sometimes in in a way that's like wow that's not even worth that much like why would they do that but they they're trying to make it to where people just don't own anything no more because they yeah. want to control everybody in that aspect as well and it's crazy that you know all of the all of the covid stuff just kind of happened just so so uh conveniently for for the powers that be in the way all of that unfolded and the mm-hmm. way that they're just trying to control like the corporations are trying to control they're trying to get rid of all of the small businesses and everything it, it's really crazy when you when you come to think of it and yeah. and it, it's almost like it's like the next phase and them trying to control people, um, you know, like with the, with the food and population control and everything, this is just like the next wave. I don't know. It, re- it reminds me of like eBay. Remember back in the day you, you go on eBay and you put in like, all right, I'm going to bid on this car, whatever it is. I'm going to bid on this car, but you don't realize that somebody's already come in and they put like, all right, I'm going to bid on this car too, but I'm going to put my ultimate bid more than anybody else. So people keep coming in and bidding. They keep coming in and bidding, but you don't even realize that some rich motherfucker came in 20 minutes before you and was like, you know what? I'm going to set my bid so high that people can keep fighting over it all they want to. I'm still going to get it. I just want to see people shuffle and try to go hard for it, but I'm still going to get it at the end of the day. And that's what it is. It's just like, it's that ultimate eBay buyer just sitting back and watching people hustle and work their ass off, get all this paperwork ready, get your credit ready, get this going. And then at the end of the day, they're like, nah, man, somebody came in and they just, they outbid mm-hmm. you. They had the and like, dude, I put clause. in everything I got. They put, I put everything I got into this. And they're like, nah, that was pocket change for them. They just didn't want you to have yeah. it pretty yeah. much. That's crazy, man. Maddening. A lot of things, yep. a lot of things to be said and uh, changed in the world. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully change comes. And especially yeah. after starts watching. With it starts with us. It yeah. starts with the documentary. They're trying to and it's it. not about it's not about a black against white thing either, too. Because uh-huh. I want people to understand, like if right. you're not yeah. a part of the one percent, you collateral damage. Yeah. They don't give that a fuck about matter. you. Either. I think yeah. that's the first thing that that white people need to understand is that it's not a black versus white thing. Like, don't feel no. threatened. Just understand that everybody needs to come together as a collective. And what's owed to the people that are owed anything like that that has to take place if there's going to be equality and things like that it's called reparations you know yeah and and reparations don't even have to be money it's just an even playing make shit right (laughs) just make shit right that's like that's like if you really found out that your you know if i found out somebody in my family was a fucking murderer 
I don't give a fuck how far back it goes. I'm disowning that bastard. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like he's done. He's done with me. Yeah. I'm done. It's like certain people can't understand. Like you're still upholding the values of somebody that you know is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like let him right. go. Let that right. shit go. You right. know what I'm saying? Like if I'm dead honest, like and people around me that know me, I don't fuck with bullshit. Like it's people in my family. I'm talking about direct first brother, first sister, first mother, whatever, I don't fuck with them because they fucked up people. Mm-hmm. So it's damn sure it could be a damn ancestor. Yeah. They did some fucked up shit, they out. Peace, right. holla. I'm right. done. But you got people still upholding these beliefs of people that they know was a fucked up belief. It's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing that uh, some people, they'll, they'll stoop to the same levels that the people, you know, in their families that did and yeah why would they like that then they think it's okay and like there's no accountability there's nothing like that's the worst no accountability because people don't change when they don't think they're doing anything wrong and when people are reinforcing that behavior like but you still got people out there on video talking about slavery wasn't that bad i mean they took care of them and shit like that you're like (laughs) what right uh jeez well, Makes no they sense. gave him a place to stay. I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> they fed him once a week. It's fine. Fuck. And they, uh, fed, I mean, they fed him, you know, horse shit, but you right. know, whatever. They fed him, you At know. At least they ate. Yeah. Oh my God. They were like part of the family. They were like Big Mama, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've people, seen people. People say- don't even realize that. People don't even realize like they, they use, and, I, and I'm sorry, I forgot the name, and uh, you might remember still. Like, there were instances, many instances, this was actually a norm where white people would have a baby and they would make the slave breastfeed Breast the baby. Breastfeed and, yep. So it was like wet nurses, like the... Wet nurses, that's what yeah. it was, yeah. That's possible, like, for, like, somebody well, who didn't well, have a child to... If what, like, you can't breastfeed unless you've had a child. Okay. So, yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. I think... Once you've had one and somebody can, starts oh. sucking Continue. on the teeth long yeah. enough, yeah, it'll start producing again. Supply and, and demand. So, and then, but many times you got to remember there was many of slaves having babies by fucking and, slave and masters. And being raped, yeah. And, and being and, raped. I mean, that's what they do to cows to continue to produce milk. Exactly. They keep them pregnant. Like, it's what they do to women so that these and women... And so, can... so these white slave owners didn't even have to breastfeed on their own. They're just living back. Yeah. They're just sitting back. Like, and that was one of the main reasons why a lot of slave owners didn't want to get rid of slavery because it wasn't that they cared for the slaves and they were part of the families because people fail to realize like these motherfuckers were smart. They were engineers. They were doctors. They were all kinds of shit that they brought over to this country. They were fucking brains. Mm-hmm. And they, the, a lot of these slave owners didn't even tie their own fucking shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was down to that point. They didn't know how to fend for themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to fucking cook for themselves, mm-hmm. tie their own shoes, take care of their own kids. They know how to do shit around the house. So when you got rid of slavery, you're basically saying, all right, you got to do everything for yourself now. Now yep. what you gonna do? They're like, wait, yep. what? Whoa, hold the fuck up. Like, <laughs> hold on, wait, I gotta wipe my own ass now? Like, yeah. it was that deep. You know what I'm saying? You got a right. motherfucker mm-hmm. wiping your ass for you. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. That's pretty crazy. That must have been the reason why the Baudet was invented. Exactly. They're like, look, man, <laughs> you, uh, I, I'm not doing this shit myself. <laughs> oh, That's man. Crazy. Yeah. You mentioned those are pretty great. They are pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) I've never experienced one. Less waste. It is. It is eco friendly. You got to try it. Eco friendly. Good to know. 
No and more if, paper use. And if there's ever a toilet paper shortage, you know, you're you're there you go. <laughs> yeah, oh you just gotta hope there's not a water shortage. And then exactly. <laughs> there is that's why you gotta have a reservoir on your yeah. on your land. That's that that's true. Yeah. Well very important. Thank you so much for joining us on the Cyphering Chronicle slide through. I'm so Mr. Happy. Badass Vegan. Sure. We I'm are so sure, happy. man. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I speak for Stella, but we're uh, super honored to have you on here. Totally. Um, this is such you, like man. a big deal. This is probably like a highlight of my life. Well, now oh, we yeah. just got to plan the Vegas trip. And we got to plan the Vegas good. trip. Totally. We're good. Let's go vlog eating. Get, some get the vlog done. Get a couple some workouts vegan. in. Yeah. I would love to do it. Yeah, man. Help me out, man. I'm, I gotta. I gotta get. I gotta get like the badass. Gotta vegan. get it right. Get and it I'm gonna right. change get my name tight. to Badass Jimmy. No, I'm playing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Man. Um, but let everybody know where they can find you if they don't already follow you. Uh, I'm under badass vegan on pretty much everything from, I think I even got a Pinterest somewhere out there, like uh, Instagram, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, somebody else. No, <laughs> and that's the thing I tell people, like I create these accounts just so somebody else doesn't come I in. I do it too. Yeah. It's not like I really want to use Pinterest. You right. know, occasionally I might go there. You know, I, I, I'll be honest. I go in there and maybe get like an outfit idea or something like that from time to time. Oh, for sure. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like Pinterest, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, Google Chrome, all that. I'm, I'm yeah. under badass vegan on all that. Twitter, my my Twitter account is suspended right now, but you know, give it uh, a year, it'll be back. Give him his account back, right, Jack? Give him the account yeah. back. Get him his. And you know what? Back. I, you know what? I suspended it. This is the crazy thing. There was a video, like three years ago, about these. It was these two kids, and they would walk around neighborhoods with super soakers, mm-hmm. and it was just like this friendly thing to like, you know, like get people to like interact and be right. friendly and laugh and so they would slide a super soaker to I a total stranger uh-huh. and they would pick theirs up and then they would spray each other but yeah. they had like it was the music playing in the background like it was like for real i'm happy and some other stuff mm-hmm. it went back three years on my account and flagged that video saying it was like intellectual property or some shit like that and they just froze my account and i'm like oh fuck God. that because the people that originally posted the video is still up i'm like really like it's just crazy but i mean wow. like, i'm shadow banned on all kinds of shit like it doesn't even so what happens not even you're a truth teller when you're out here yep laying everybody's teller. shit bare that's why he's yeah, got a patreon just, too right i i don't i don't i should i, I probably oh, should but i don't yeah. <laughs> hey go make the patreon better <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sell it to me that's <laughs> so funny <laughs> Man, um, right and then yeah. everybody keep an eye out for this documentary when it drops because we're yes, definitely yes, going to yes. want to watch it I know yes, I'm excited yes, to watch it I can't too. wait I appreciate it Very excited. I mean I'll say you know maybe there might be a private screening if it's not out yet if we happen to be in the same area save me same. put me on the list I'm there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, a little private screen in Vegas. That's all I'm saying. Hey. Right? I'm just saying, let's do it. Uh, I'm here. I ain't going to tell nobody else. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right. For well, sure. thank you for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Don't go anywhere. Just want to talk to you after we stop recording. And for sure. We appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for watching, for sure. everybody. Thank you. See you next episode. Peace. Slide through.